Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. On this episode, first, I just want to say I want to get this episode in. So I am actually in a gym, kind of a private gym I have access to. Blessed and lucky for that. But I am recording there because I worked out. I have to get this done. I have a lot of stuff to do this weekend, tomorrow. So I want to get this episode in. So the pictures are going to be posted on Instagram if you want to see. I am doing a podcast from a Peloton. Interesting. So on this episode, we're talking about repressed centers. We're talking about the centers that each of us have, which we have three different centers. The head center, the heart center, and the body gut center. And each of us has naturally, from the personality type standpoint, a repressed center, an area where we really have to work on, but if we work on that area, we find immense growth and help. Let's go intro music. I'm going to start out with just the different stances and approaches. So I'm going to start out with the aggressive triad first. Those are my threes, sevens, and eights. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about not only um, their repressed center, but also how it looks for each one of them, things they can do to actually become better and engage that repressed center, and how it looks when that number, that type has started to engage that center. So the first one is threes. Though threes are an emotional hard triad, they are the middle number. Like many middle children, they seem to be the odd one who is different. My middle sister is short, while my oldest sister is tall and I'm tall. Threes encounter the world first through relationships and emotions. They do not respond back to the world with emotions. Threes kind of have an emotional stopper, like a drain stopper, when it comes to emotions. Threes are able to detach from emotions to get things done. They can be machine or robot-like at times, focused on achieving and accomplishing all things without the accompanying emotions that make them worthwhile. When threes are able to know their emotions, they become authentic to who they really are and not who people want them to be. They also start to really enjoy life. It can be confusing looking looking from the outside to see someone achieve so much and be so worldly successful, but so unhappy and not fulfilled. It is because most of their achievements were all for other people and not for themselves. When threes allow emotions to flow without rationalizing them, it helps them to really start to live life and live life on their own terms and not for everyone else. And it also allows them to combat the feeling of guilt and shame with a deep love for themselves. And so some of the things that threes can actually do to engage that emotional center includes finding someone who they do trust, who they know that loves them, regardless of what is going on in their life or what they're achieving, and be able to um, speak and communicate the emotions that they felt during that day or with them. Helping to actually express those are really, really helpful. 
Also, an emotion wheel is very uh, effective for threes as well to kind of look at either at the end of the day or in intermittently during the day when they have a break and they're not doing so much to figure out how do I really feel about different situations? What's going on inside my body beside me just driving to get things done? Another way threes can engage their emotional center is in their heart center is to is to find an activity that is fun and maybe not necessarily competitive because threes can take competition to the next level and they literally take the fun that they were going to have in it out of it because they're so competitive. But find an activity that is pure fun and there's no competition to it. And so this can be engaging more of like the four-esque side of you, which means that you are doing something creative, something fun, something even silly that uh, engages your side of being able to play. And then also to engage the um, emotional center for threes, it is this thing called rest. And uh, because threes sometimes do not know what rest is because they will work, 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 work. And even though they sleep, they do not get rest. So making sure that you actually get rest actually helps them to encounter and engage with those emotions that sometimes can go awry or they can do straight through the emotions or put them away so they don't actually have to deal with them because they slow them down, they believe, in actually doing and accomplishing things. Those are some things that can really help threes to kind of get through and past being stuck and detaching from their emotional center because when they engage their emotional center, they are the greatest role models that you've ever seen because the things that they go after and the things that they do it's usually connected with helping and engaging other people. And when the whole heart is there, people don't feel like they're robotic-like or that they're like not able to obtain or touch them or be like them, but they actually are very inspired and motivated by the way that they live their lives and the things that they do. So engaging the heart um, for the three is gonna be something that can transform them and actually take them to a place where they really want to be that engages not what everybody else wants from them, but what they really want deep down inside. Sevens are emotionally repressed because emotions that are painful, uncomfortable, and sad should be avoided according to the sevens personality mask. There is a real legitimate fear when sevens have to engage and wrestle with uncomfortable emotions. The reason I say uncomfortable emotions is because it's not always sad or painful emotions that they struggle with, but it can be emotions that do not reside in the area of happiness and or anger. A seven can struggle with very passionate emotions for someone or something as well. It is an internal physical feeling that feels trapping or limiting in a way. Sevens like the happier emotions because it allows them to be light and gives the illusion that everything is okay and they can move, escape, and navigate through different situations freely. When a seven starts to engage their emotion center, they find a sense of groundedness. They are not as silly and floaty as sevens can be, they are able to have better self-control, make tough decisions, be focused, and contribute to the importance of others beside themselves. This is when people also see a serious, thoughtful, strategic, and disciplined version of a person who has the seven personality type. Sevens are also able to work through projects and finish them, even when the thrill is gone from the project. So some of the things that sevens can do to actually uh, engage their emotional center is, and this is going to be tough, is be still and be quiet. So meditation can be very helpful, but silent meditation can be extremely helpful for engaging them because the mind is going to want to do all kinds of things. The body is going to start to want to fidget 
but a part of being able to control themselves and being able to be still and being able to shut off the sound that's going on. When they're quiet and still in sevens, it allows emotions to actually rise and to kind of come up and present themselves because sevens keep themselves moving in on the go and distracted and in a fantasy happy world at times and on adventure to avoid emotions. It's almost like as a seven, you're running away from the painful, uncomfortable emotions by constantly doing things so you don't have to do it. Reminds me of an episode of The Flash. But anyway, so that is something that sevens do. So sevens being able to take time, taking five to 20 minutes, depending how long you can do it, but literally being silent, not speaking, not humming, not talking, just being silent and being by yourself is going to allow the emotions to kind of slowly rise up and don't fight them, allow them and invite them to come and see what they have to offer. Um, something else that sevens can actually do to engage their emotional center is once again, like the other, like the three is get an emotion wheel. And what sevens will find out as they do their growth work, that a lot of their emotions reside in the category of fear, which leads to anxiousness. And as the deeper work goes on, they'll find that not only is it fear, but there's also quite a bit of sadness there as well that has been unprocessed or not dealt with. So those two things are definitely very helpful for sevens. Also, what's very helpful for sevens is doing an activity that requires sevens to really focus and slow down. So sevens are usually really good at doing things really quickly and knocking things out. And they, their personality has the ability to want to speed up everything. So if they can if they can do something that really focuses their mind, slows them down, like the game of chess or a strategy game, which helps them to slow down their mind and slow themselves down, this actually allows the emotions to actually come too. And if they can not be overly talkative or uh, distracting during the game or trying to be funny, serious things can actually arise to the seventh mind to help them actually deal with and um, feel those emotions that are there and just are unprocessed and a little bit of fear of dealing with them. And also another thing about sevens being quiet, which is really helpful, is when they are in a group of people and sevens have the privilege of being able to speak up and people laugh and tell stories and all these great things. But sometimes they overshadow a lot of different people and the words and the great things they have to say. So for a seven being able to also learn how to close their mouths in groups as well and really listen not only with their ears and their head and their brain but also listen with their heart and see what people are really saying can really um, elevate their ability to feel the emotion in the room and draw out some of the already tense and tight emotions that are within themselves that they have that are unprocessed yeah and also um last thing <laughs> allowing someone close enough that you can communicate your real intimate feelings because sevens do a really good job of keeping people on the border and it's a friend zone for other people, but for the seven, you're outside of their friend zone, but you think you're your friend because they're like really cool. And they're not being mean or disrespectful or rude or trying to treat you in some kind of weird way, but it's just how sevens are because they have to, they feel they need to protect themselves by keeping that distance. So sevens, if you do have one of those people in your life that are, is trustworthy, that is doing their own inner work and that loves you deeply, unconditionally, try sometimes to express some real feelings and emotions and set the, the scene by saying, I have some things I wanna tell you that are kind of vulnerable for me and they're emotional and this is a hard place for me and we probably won't stay here long, but I do wanna communicate this to you because this is something that is within me and I need to kind of express it so that I can grow and become better. 
Does your workplace stink because the culture sucks? Are you tired of tolerating people and wish you could all work together cohesively? Does the mere idea of going into work give you anxiety? If you say yes to any one of these, you should probably quit your job. But since you're not going to quit your job, you should contact Kaizen Careers. At Kaizen Careers, we are all about improving workplace performance. We use a unique tool called the Enneagram. The Enneagram helps individuals and organizations become more self-aware. That self-awareness lends into helping organizations with communication, conflict management, and leadership development, ultimately turning self-awareness into self-mastery and creating healthy workplace cultures so you can improve your services and bottom lines. Contact Kaizen Careers at K-A-I-Z-E-N-C-A-R-E-E-R-S.com or Milton at KaizenCareers.com or give us a call at 901-334-1644. So eights are emotionally repressed because the eight type covers all emotions automatically with a layer of anger. Sometimes an eight can be happy and it comes out in an aggressive way. The emotion of anger prevents them from expressing their true emotions in the fear of being vulnerable and hurt. When eights start to work on their emotional center and being able to communicate what is beneath the anger, it gives them some true compassion and empathy for others and themselves. Eights have a deep fear and anxiety about letting people in to see their true selves because they do not want to be hurt emotionally. It is an immense internal pain an energy drain when they allow someone to see the softer side and it does not work out right. When H start working on developing their emotional center, they realize that being able to communicate when a person has hurt them, sadness, fear, and other emotions that are not outwardly forceful are actually the strongest emotions that they have inside, not anger. Anger is easy for H and may win the immediate battle, but finds a way to usually lose the war. Working on the emotional center also allows them to yield the natural power they possess to help instead of harm others. It also allows them to be able to love in part and whole, not just part or peace, not just through the tough stuff and extreme parts of them, but to love the gentle, the subtle, and other softer sides that they have within them. And so some things that eights can do to get their emotional center going is, first of all, when they do get out enraged or really passionate, that's what a lot of eights will use, uh, really passionate about something, being able to kind of stop themselves in their brain and say, okay, I'm very passionate right now, but what emotion is under this passion or anger or frustration? What emotion is that? And if eights can get to that and that feeling, that emotion and communicate that while they're communicating their passion, it is going to do leaps and bounds for them and be very powerful because they already have an extremely strong presence. So it's going to automatically be powerful to say that hurt me and I did not like that. And what I need next time is for this to happen because this is going to be better for our group or for our kids or for all these different things. And so when uh, eight is able to communicate that, that stops the person dead in their tracks and they're like, whoa, OK, let me think and let me feel as well because it touches them in a way instead of just coming off with pure anger, which automatic a lot of times put people on the defense and then there's not a really a good result out of it. So being able to stop yourself, take some deep breaths and figure out what's beneath the passion or the anger, the emotion, and then communicate that is going to be able to help a lot of situations and engage that emotion that is actually under there. 
And some of the things too, like I said, with the seven and three, that emotion wheel is super important. That will be in the show notes for this episode so that you can like, you know, get the emotion wheel out and work it and do your thing so you can figure out what emotions are going on. Because sometimes the emotions just being overwhelmed. And the issue with that is that that means it's probably multiple emotions that you're feeling and that's really hard to process. And in that moment, you know, you need to take a break, you need to cool off, you need to leave the situation at the time uh, if able because you probably weren't responding in a way that's going to be best for you or the situation. Another thing eights can do to engage their emotional center is going to be to actually do work. And this is a little bit um, dreadful, but it's going to be doing work with people and volunteering with people that are either really less fortunate or either to a certain degree have terminal illnesses who are still living, but need people to be there for them, to be a rock for them, to be strong for them, to love them, and just to be a companion to those people. So that is really powerful because that allows AIDS to have that deep empathy for people in this world and have the strength to love them and love themselves and realize the richness in life and how important the subtleties and the small things are in life. So that definitely engages their emotional center, as well as with AIDS, working with Children and animals, typically eights are really good with both because they have a knack for respecting and loving and wanting to protect innocence. And so they're huge about a lot of times social justice or protecting animals. It is very important to them. I've gotten yelled at by an eight when her dog was acting a little crazy and I, I spoke up kind of at the dog to get it to like not do what it was doing. And this eight looked at me and like kind of didn't go off, but definitely let me know, don't yell at my dog. And I was like, oh, okay then. So that is something that helps them to engage their emotional center as well. But also doing work, like I said, and being able to channel that work from with kids and people in societies and organization communities, they feel they need to be protected, but also showing that same empathy for other adults who aren't a part of those communities or animals or uh, kids so that they not just spouting off on those people, but they also have empathy and love for the people who may not be disadvantaged in a way, or maybe extremely privileged, but also showing them empathy because everyone needs help and everyone's in a position where we need to learn and grow, even the craziest among us. All right, thinking, we're gonna go to the thinking center. Here are the types who have thinking repressed, who are thinking repressed. We have the ones, the twos, and the sixes are thinking repressed. So. Thinking repressed is going to be interesting because when I talk about repressed, what I'm really saying is that it is unproductive. So in each type, when we talk about the repressed center, it is an unproductive center for that type in the sense that it can get there, especially when they're unhealthy. And it's just not helpful at times for them. It doesn't mean they don't do it. It just means that it's actually unproductive. All right. So for ones and ones, you would you wouldn't think it would be the thinking part, but if you know a one, you will. So ones always look a little confused when I say that they have a thinking repressed center because they're like, I think all the time, too much to be honest. I even said it wrong on an episode with the Muddy's Bake Shop owner in that episode. So if you go back to that episode I did with the Muddy's Bake Shop uh, owner, you will see that I said it correctly the first time, then I messed up the second time because I got confused because she looked at me like, what? I'm not thinking repressed. And I was like, maybe ones are thinking repressed. I was like, wait. So, but they are thinking repressed in the fact that their thinking is unproductive. So the thinking is repressed in ones because the inner critic can run amok and cause ones to have very unproductive thinking. Many people may think 
including ones would be automatically repressed, would be emotionally repressed. But one's emotions usually work quite well and gives them accurate information. It is just up to that person to listen to them and use that information wisely compared to their inner critic's information. When one starts to work on their repressed thinking center, they understand the difference in the inner critic and themselves. Many ones name the inner critic because giving a name to it enables ones to gain control over that strong inner critic. Ones who have done this work are able to get a hold onto the judgmental mind frame that can consume their thought process. This allows them to have a more balanced thinking so that their thinking can serve them in a positive way. Ones that have done some inner work on their unhealthy thinking start to understand the world is more than black and white, right and wrong, good or bad. It is both and is possible neither at times. This allows more compassion and empathy for themselves and others and they're better able to enjoy life. Twos. Twos are in a thinking repressed center because of how overwhelming their emotions can be for them. Twos can get lost in emotions, not only their emotions, but the emotions of others as well. Twos are very receptive to the emotions of others, so the rational thinking part of them can sometimes be overrode or overridden. When twos start working on their thinking center, they learn that being alone at times is gold for them. And they have a space to actually think through those immense emotions that they possess. Twos learn to decipher better which emotions are theirs and which emotions is someone else's. That helps lessen the emotions they internalize as their own and have to manage. They can start to shed some of the emotions that are not theirs. When twos engage their thinking center, they also stop trying to be nice, as my friend Zara says, and they work on being authentic. Because as they think through things, they start to realize what they actually want and not just what other people want as being their want. My advice to twos, when you want to engage your thinking, it is best to start alone, meaning take time to be alone with yourself before asking advice from other people. Also, journaling your emotions after you've taken time to be by yourself and process those emotions, journaling your emotions and getting them out on paper and taking time to say, hmm, I'm looking at this and even though I feel this way, I need to kind of express these different emotions in a way that is tangible. And then being able to ask yourself questions to actually help you process through it. So questioning your own thoughts. So why do I feel this way? Is this something that I should feel like? Is this my emotion? Am I feeling someone else's emotion? Have I set a healthy boundary in this situation? So those things can really be helpful. And then also once a two has had time to actually be alone and process those emotions with themselves and kind of ask themselves questions to think their way out of some of those emotions. They can ask the person because a lot of times they can be consumed of how they somehow affected a situation or said something to a person that was not right or they felt wasn't good. And um, they can get stuck in that realm. So being able to question yourself and think yourself out of it and say, mm, I think that wasn't a problem. I'm just a little bit uh, overworried about it. And then once you're able to talk to somebody, you can literally ask that straightforward question. Be direct because twos have the, the tendency and the issue to be indirect. And so they sometimes project that indirectness on other people and they look for a whole lot of indirect signals when other people aren't necessarily thinking being indirect. They're just trying to be direct and live life like they said or what they did. Whereas twos are trying to 
interpret what they're saying and what they're doing, which sometimes they're doing a great job because they're paying a lot of attention, but that also lends to them looking for clues of indirectness from other people and trying to decipher them instead of just go ahead and asking them straight up like, hey, did I offend you when I said this? Was this offensive when I said this? Should I do this? So those type of things can really help a two to engage their thinking center to start getting curious and asking questions. Sixes. So sixes have repressed thinking because they can unthink, rethink, and think against every thought and conclusion that they come to. Sixes' thoughts are not only counterproductive thought, but they can also get stuck in pessimistic thoughts if they are not careful. One way sixes can get back healthier can get back to healthier thinking, is they can engage their other centers, meaning their gut and heart. It's tricky for the six because being trapped in an endless loop of unproductive thinking cannot easily be untangled through thinking. Engaging the body through some activity or exercise, along with checking to see what their emotions are saying, can get the six out of their head some. Another way is to practice of thinking the best case scenario, to combat what could go wrong thinking. It is a practice for sure. Also, writing down your fears in a journal and coming back to it at the end of the week or month and seeing how much you have overcome. Lastly, sixes have to be careful because they can fall into the tricky part of wanting and needing support systems around them to make their decisions, their tricky and tough choices. But one of the keys for the six is to actually be able to trust themselves. So those practices above we just mentioned are very crucial and helpful for them to actually start to figure out some of those things to get active, engage their emotions and their body and try to figure out what would be the best choice for them. So in that way, they can help develop some productive thinking. When sixes have productive thinking, they are more balanced in their thinking and can make decisions with some assurance, knowing that they made the best decision for themselves. They appreciate support from others, but are not handicapped by needing support. Fear does not control them by making them paralyzed or overly agitated to rebellion. Sixes are able to choose their response from their fear and not just react, but respond in a manner appropriate to the situation and best for them. All right, doing repressed center. That is our fours, fives, and nines. Fours. Fours are in the doing or gut repressed center because of their vast internal emotional world. It takes a lot of energy and effort to come out of it and engage the world with the complexity that they have inside. Along with that, the real world can be dull in comparison to their internal fantasy, imagination, and world. Remember, fours like the unique, original, and different. And sometimes the world can just be plain compared to their creative inner world. Also, fours can struggle with doing simple things in ordinary fashion, even if it's like paying bills. Sometimes doing ordinary things does not register on a four's radar to find energy to do them. Fours also can be deeply consumed in their inner world that they forget the inner side of them must meet the outer side of them to really find the best in life. Here's how fours can engage their doing center. When it comes to mundane and simple tasks, fours can find unique or creative ways to do them. The creativity peaks their interest enough to accomplish the repetitive mundane task of life. Another way fours can engage their doing center is to have a regular routine of expressing gratefulness because that helps them express their inner world and the outer world outside of them. That appreciation usually moves them to be active and use their creativity outside of themselves rather than keeping it inside. Also, it allows them to enjoy the fun and immerse themselves 
in the creativity of others that they admire or just nature in general. When fours engage their doing center, the world becomes a canvas, an extension of the creativity and unique flavor. I've been to quite a few fours houses and I enjoy them because not only am I physically comfortable, but the aesthetics are so rich that it is like a beautiful experience that is almost, if not spiritual to a degree. It feels like I can feel the beauty. When fours engage the doing center, they do not get stuck envying others, but they become active and contribute something amazing from themselves and recognizing just how valuable and talented they truly are. Fours begin to also appreciate the normal and see the importance in the small repetitive things in life. Hopefully you have found some value in this podcast episode. You can help to keep this podcast going by supporting us on Patreon.com. Patreon.com is a site where you can support content providers. Podcasts are free to listeners, but not free for creators. It actually costs money and definitely time to produce consistent and weekly podcasts. I podcast because I want to reach people and change our community through the Enneagram. If you want to help in that by supporting me, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash do it for the gram. Fives. Fives are doing repressed because many times fives find the inner world, which is predominantly their mind, more fascinating, impressive, interesting, and significant than the outer world. They are capable of doing so much in their mind, so at times they can get trapped in there with all that information and doing things in their mind, but not in the outer world. Ideas, information, and deep thoughts are like diamonds because they are so valuable to fives. It is also a safe place for fives, unlike the outer world, which seems to be so intrusive to many fives or wants so much and just too much of the five. Fives, as logical as they can be, they can get stalled on getting projects and goals done. It is like a logical trap that their mind can get wrapped in. And it can be like the thought is, I need to do this step before I can get to doing that. But since I'm not able to get to that one step and I can't get it done, then I'm not able to get any of this done or achieve what I'm actually trying to do. It's a mental obstacle more than a physical obstacle with fives usually. They rationally, logically reason themselves out of doing things at times. Here are some ways that fives can engage their doing center. One of the reasons why eights natural tendencies can be helpful to fives is because eights do not allow things to get in the way of what they really want, or they work and fight tooth and nail to get what they really want and to do what they want. Fives have to sometimes make moves without really thinking it all the way through, especially when it comes to things that they notice are not getting done in life that they actually want to accomplish. Yes, as a five, you may not feel prepared, but if you get caught in the mental trap of not doing something you really want to do, then you will have to challenge yourself and take a risk and just do it. It's kind of like willing yourself into action. You may not feel as knowledgeable as needed, but that's okay. This can be uncharted water, I understand that. And you will learn as you act. Not from reading and sitting back and contemplating on it, but actually acting and doing it. Another way for fives to engage their doing center is to start their day with some kind of exercise or stretching. This reminds fives personality that they are more than a big brain, but they have a body. 
and is attached and it has needs and it also needs attention and to be used very well. It really helps fives overall to tap into their emotions a little more throughout the day as well. Saying yes to some activities when invited, though the tendency can be to say no, also finding an interesting group that you can be a member of who can not only engage your brain, but also helps you to be active. Fives who engage their body center as mentioned earlier, are able to access their emotions more presently as well, which means when communicating with people, they are able to connect better. When fives engage their body center, they can accomplish more externally and are able to bring their ideas, information, and deep thoughts to the public in many forms. Fives also have much more confidence in expressing all the deep things that they have been unpacking and building up with inside of their minds. They are not heavily caught up in having to be overly competent to speak and contribute to conversations. Honestly, it is quite healthy for fives to have an outlet or a medium to express themselves outwardly, all of the wonderful things that they've been mentally processing. So journaling, teaching, blogging, writing a book, and many other ways to share their plethora of information with the world is going to do wonders for their doing center. Nines. Nines have the doing repressed center because of their passion or emotional pattern of laziness. Disclaimer, this is laziness to themselves and accomplishing what they want out of life, not like lazy in the world where they don't do anything. Nines can numb themselves out even though they can actually be physically lazy as well. Nines can numb themselves out so they don't have to deal with the anger or the hurt that life gives us all. It's like, if I don't care, then I can't be hurt by life. But that also numbs all the rest of life as well. Here are some ways that nines can engage their doing center. One of the first ways is to engage that anger. Many nines who are new to personal growth may not even notice that they have anger. But, oh, it is in there. And it is way more than you could ever imagine. Anger produces energy. And it gives the nine the fire to act on things that actually cause them anger. Usually this anger is about something that is not right and unjust. This also helps them to wake up to themselves and have energy to move towards doing things they want to do and not just merging and doing what others want to do as well. Similar to fives, nines also need to be engaged in some type of exercise routine or activity that involves being connected with nature. There is something about nines and nature that I do not understand, but they seem to have an easier connection with nature than other types do. Nines who engage their body center regularly understand where they end and where others and things begin. That merging is real. Nines develop boundaries for who they are and don't let people treat them however they want. Nines are able to recognize and engage their anger in frequent and healthy ways. Nines start to figure out what they actually want and know how to engage their threeness to go and get it. Not just professing what they want one day, but taking actions to actually accomplishing what they want to do. Nines become peacemakers instead of peacekeepers. So that's all I have for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can join if you want to help support this podcast because podcasting is free for listeners, but not free for podcast makers. Uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash do it for the gram podcast. 
And you can also go to the website as well where I have Enneagram t-shirts, Enneagram mugs uh, that you can purchase. They're great for gifts. It's that time of the year. These are great for absolute gifts given out to people in your lives. Uh, one side challenges you and one side shows all the wonderful, beautiful things of each type. So you're welcome to purchase those on the website as well. Do it for the grandpodcast.com. And also if you need coaching or consulting help, uh, with teams and organizations, I'm really trying to build up my teams and organizations and working with um, small groups and big groups um, and doing some teaching and training. So if you need um, assistance in that and you want to talk to me about possibly coming to speak or work with your um, organization, please contact me at 901-334-1644 or you can go to kaizencareers.com and fill out one of the um, consultation sheets on there and I'll get back to you within 48 hours. So. That's about all I have. So if you are trying your best to find tangible ways to grow within your type, check that repressed center because that's where like the gold mine of growth is. You don't have to like scramble and try to figure out so many different ways to grow. Like if you hit that repressed center, you're gonna do immense growing. So if you're really looking and you're trying to figure out how in the world I can grow, remember, hit the repressed center and do it for the gram. The Enneagram, of course. I'll see you soon next time. Bye.